I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Hello and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today we have a treat for you. We have Jenna Lee, who is an author's assistant. Now, I think it's all of our dreams to have an assistant someday. And so we're going to talk to Jenna about her business, The Daring Press, what she does as an author's assistant, and how she got this crazy job in the first place. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So first of all, I want to know, do you work for many authors or do you work for one author consistently? Yeah, um, many authors and yeah, the Daring Press, we'll get into it anyway, what the Daring Press does. But yeah, me personally, I do work with several different authors, which is fun. So tell us, what does the Daring Press do? (laughs) That's a good good lead way, isn't it? So the Daring Press, it's an agency. So I created the Daring Press in, I think it was October last year. It's time seems to be going so quickly. We created it in October last year. I really was looking at where the gaps were in the industry and I was thinking, okay, I need to create something that is going to really help authors with marketing and support and really creating something where PAs have that marketing knowledge and industry, you know, industry experts and really have more than just being a PA assistant in terms of just doing tasks. Like I'm really passionate about having our PAs slash VAs, whatever you sort of want to call it. I know in the author world, it's always PAs, but technically they are VAs if we're working virtually, right? Uh, So yeah, I wanted to really have the difference, really have industry knowledge and really go further and really come up with some strategies and ideas and things like that. So that's basically a little overview, which we can get, get into when we chat about further stuff as well. Pause before we move forward. I want to define some terms here. So we said PA and VA a couple of times. If you're not familiar, a PA is a personal assistant. A VA is a virtual assistant who works online, not a virtual assistant like an imaginary person. (laughs) Uh, And many people in business and authors also work with both kinds. And really, the terms have become sort of interchangeable at this point. Okay, Shelly, ask your question. That was kind of what I was going to say too. But anyway, (laughs) you mentioned several times about marketing and getting the right people for that job. But what else do you do? Do you do research, uh, editing? I mean, what encompasses an assistant for an author in your world? Yeah, so I guess like an assistant can do pretty much anything in terms of that. But there is particular tasks that you know, like with everything, we all have our niche and we all have our specific thing that we love to do. We can do a lot of things, but I, what I find is, when, especially when hiring team members and having people in the Daring Press that do tasks for authors, each person has like their specialty, right? So whether that's designing graphics and putting together things for the author's social media, putting together teasers or that sort of fun stuff, like I quite think that people should be doing what they're good at and really nailing that. You can get quite general VAs, so people that can do a multiple, a lot of different tasks, like, you know, your admin staff of, you know, updating book blurbs or updating things or sending 
emails or checking emails or responding to social media posts or comments if people are interacting like that's quite general and then you can look at having someone that does do your graphic design side of things or someone that you know specializes in strategy and coming up with um, this is something I quite love doing and I quite nerd out about is coming up with book launch plans and working out the whole strategy and plan around that and breaking it down into if we've got a book launch happening in six months, looking at the process of, okay, at the six-month mark, we want to be doing this, we want to be organising our cover designers, we want to be making sure that everything's set up for editing and then maybe doing some teasers in terms of behind the scenes and the work in progress and then breaking it down into like, okay, then five months, what do we need to be doing four months, three months, and then like release week and that whole plan. So there's like a lot of different stuff. And then there's obviously social media management. There is so much a VA can do, but I think it's important with hiring someone that, yeah, depending on what, like really nailing down what you actually need and then finding someone that that's like their strong point. Does that make sense? Definitely. Mm -hmm. So we had just done prior to this, a quick book review where we were talking about how hard blurbs were and how we would get someone to write blurbs. So when your assistants that, that work in your office do blurbs, do they read the entire book to write the blurb or do they just take feedback from the author? So basically we don't write blurbs in terms of like coming up with it from scratch, but a lot of authors do send, like one of my authors sends me the blurb and basically looking at it and being like okay does it have does it have the hook does it have all these specific things that really are going to engage the reader and that are going to convert into sales so it's not necessarily building it from scratch but I think it's more so looking at a second set of eyes and seeing if it does have those key points that is really going to convert into those sales. Do you work with all kinds of authors or do you have, does your agency have specific niches? Should you be looking for someone with a specific niche if you're an author looking for an assistant? Yeah, so we are quite wide in terms of the different genres. And when it comes to genres, like if you look at romance as a genre, that is quite open, right? And there are so many sub genres that can go into that. But basically when you are hiring someone, looking at um, asking for um, references in terms of testimonials don't really lie in that sense. Like people could make them up, but generally, and everyone's quite honest in this world, I hope, but most times those testimonials are really going to let you know who they've sort of worked with and what, yeah, how, how the author has basically summed up the experience with them. I think that's a really important thing to look out for and then to see and have a look at that that author's website and see what genres that they work in and even asking sometimes for like if you're hiring someone that you need graphic help with maybe asking for some examples before you start so that you get a feel for what they can create for you before you actually hire yeah so when they when they hire you are they hiring essentially a team because you have specializations or are they hiring a person? Yeah, so basically how it works is I'll just go through like the experience of it because that's that's quite how I see things. But basically they'll book in a discovery call and that will be personally with me and then we'll talk through what their needs are, what they sort of need help with 
and then I'll go back and look at the team and they get someone that is their main point of contact. But then if they do need help and support with something, you know, if we're looking at book launch and they need a lot of graphics, um, that work can be done by a graphic designer in our team and the VA that they have got lined up with, hooked up with, whatever you want to call it, that person will reach out to our cover designer or to me and be like, okay, I need these graphics made. Could the graphic designer do that for me? So they have like a main point of contact, but they don't need to be dealing with a million different team members, if that makes sense. Yeah. Now, our our listeners may have picked up on the fact that you are from Australia, just in case in case you guys aren't aren't picking up on that. So the next question, I guess, is do you work only with Australian authors? Do you work with everyone? Do you is there any like thing I should be thinking about in terms of you're literally on the other side of the world? We were talking about how it's Thursday morning for you. So what's the consideration there in hiring people to work with you? It's so funny that we can work with people all over the world, right? Like it's so it's so amazing that we can have that ability. And a lot of authors that do come through are generally authors that are in the US, which is quite interesting. We do work with authors that are in Australia as well. And I think I haven't had any issues arise in terms of time zones. I think it's quite good that when you're sleeping, work is getting done by people in Australia and it's quite cool because then you can come into work and see what the progress that's been made while you're sleeping and like there is crossover because I always think oh my god it's quite hard to find times but with the time zone difference it's not that bad in terms of getting up in the morning and that's sort of like depending where you are in the US it is quite different in different time zones there but it's not as bad as if we were working with someone in the UK I wouldn't suggest that because there's not much crossover it's sort of outside those office hours which makes it quite difficult so I guess when looking to hire someone just making sure that they have worked with someone in a different time zone just checking to make sure that it does work well and asking some questions around that might really help you to make that decision and see what sort of comes from that what do you wish that they knew to ask about or have ready or anything i mean i'm sure you walk them through all the steps but what would you what would your ideal scenario be that you would get already ready to go yeah, it's quite quite interesting because everyone like will are quite different on how how we work. Like you have a super organized person that literally has everything ready for you because there is an onboarding process of course of passwords and getting things set up and it quit, at the start it's quite a like intense process to get everything set up and get familiar with the brand and everything like that which I think is super essential. You're starting to work with someone to give that time to really get into the business and how you do things and the author brand, how that's all set up. But like every author is at different stages as well. You might have an author that's still writing their first book, but they want to reach out and get things set up and really help and support with setting up an author brand and setting up social media. So there's that scale. And then there's the scale of, you know, someone that's got 10 to 20 books out and they've got everything sorted but they just need that support and maybe setting up some new things or PR or anything like that and I think in an interview style if you are hiring someone be super super clear with what you need don't be like oh it could be it could be this or it could be that 
being super clear and having a brainstorm session and being like, okay, let's look at the author business as a whole and see, obviously, as an author, the one thing that you want to do is be writing all the time. Like, that's why you, you know, wrote the book. That's what you want to be doing. But there is this whole other side and it is an author business. We sometimes think, oh, yeah, it's just a hobby and it's a side thing. But if you really want to make it, like you've got to start thinking of thinking as an author business and thinking of it as as an author business and that you're the CEO of this business and really working out what do I need support with, what's going to really help. And for a lot of people right now, it is in that social media side of things and really getting support with that because it is a lot of work. There is a lot of different arms that we need to be doing in the business and it can feel like, oh, my God, do I really have to do all this? I just want to write. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love the idea of, like, you being ahead of the time and, like, I go to sleep and elves are working overnight for me and I wake up and there's stuff in my inbox already. I love that idea. (laughs) Yeah, magic, right? (laughs) Yeah, so I guess, yeah, sitting down and realizing, like, looking at, okay, where do I need support with? What's going to really help me to really take away that time? And we could go into tips around like time management and stuff. There's so many different things that people come to me about and ask about. Yeah, I think getting super clear on what you need support with and being clear about that. And then when you get to interviewing, really asking, writing down questions that you really want to know and asking about experience and background and what the PA loves to do, like really looking at, okay, does this person love doing this particular thing and really playing to that because you know that they're going to do the best job in that particular area and yeah. So I would be the unclear person. I wouldn't know. So I would love it if I went in and someone like, okay, we understand this is what you're doing and you're not quite sure, but these are the five biggest things that you probably get the most for your buck out of. Would you recommend something like that? You're like, these might be the areas you focus on while you figure out where you think you might need more help. Is that like a suggestion you'd give to somebody? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if someone doesn't know and they're really unsure, sitting down and being like, okay, well, yeah, and working out which areas that they do need support in because it could be the social media management or it could be project management in terms of setting out, as we are talking about earlier, about a book launch plan, that sort of thing, like having a clear plan and knowing when to do things and not getting to release week and being like, oh shit, I haven't got, haven't got anything done or (laughs) nothing scheduled. Like having that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would need someone that goes, okay, Shelly, you wrote today. Here's a picture of a cute animal as a reward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I really thrive on that accountability and someone being there and being like, okay, did you do this today? Or pat on the back for doing this? Because you know, we're by ourselves in business, we're at home and doing our thing. But if someone's there as accountability, it can go such a long way. Okay, so I have a hard hitting question. (laughs) Bring it, bring it. Many authors, although they would like to someday be, you know, making a ton of money and using this as their primary mode of making money, many of them are doing this as kind of a side hustle. So is there a number of experience points you should have or a level of income you should be at before you get a a PA or VA? Or do you think that it's worth finding the money to do it from the very beginning? Yeah, I guess it's looking at your goals in terms of your author business and looking at, okay, do I want this to be my full-time job? Do I want to be earning 
the money and making this my full-time gig or is it I love my I love my full-time job because most authors when we start out right it's like yeah we've got our main source of income we've got a full-time job and this is a side thing that we're doing it's really makes us feel good and we love writing stories just really working out if I did make it big would I still continue to work do I love my job like setting some goals around that as a first step and then looking at if you can actually afford to hire someone because it would be beneficial to hire someone when you are starting out to set things up properly first and setting up those that project management and setting up your systems and your processes and everything like if you've got that set up first that is like ideal situation but only if you can afford it only if you've got something that can support you and that you're not going to go without feeding yourself or feeding your kids or anything like that. We don't want that. We don't want that at all, right? Now, is this an hourly model or a retainer model? Like how does the payment part work? Yeah, so what I've sort of found, I was looking at doing in terms of packages of like social media management and packages that way, but I find what works best is a monthly retainer of hours and being like, okay, You've got 10 hours a month to do whatever tasks that you need to do within that. And then like for the VA, it's all about time tracking and, you know, using an app like um, Clockify or Toggle or something like that, where you literally record when you start doing a project and you record your time. And then that adds to the monthly sort of total. I think that is the most efficient way to get something done if you're doing more than just a particular package if you're particularly doing social media management that could be set as a package price does that make sense Got it. yeah yeah great so I was just curious what made you start this are you a writer as well yeah yep so I I, I wrote my first book and published self-published in I think it was yeah February 2018 so four four and a bit years ago and I've since published 10 books ranging from like fiction to non-fiction and I've just been around the industry for so long and in my other job I do virtual assistant work for like coaches and creatives and I've done that for yeah for like three years now I got to this stage I'm like okay how can I combine my passion for authors and writers and join that with my knowledge and experience around the online world and working with doing virtual assistant work. How can I combine that? And then that's where the Daring Press came from. And it's really cool working with coaches and creatives and seeing what's working in their space. And then how does, how can that translate into the author world? And how can that translate into how we do things for authors and how we market books? There is so much overlap that you can take and it's quite fun to really see how we can change things up and yeah what's happening great I love that you were able to combine the thing that you're already doing with something you love and get a new career out of it essentially do you still write or is this taking up the bulk of your time yeah no I, I am writing it's quite interesting and I think a lot of authors would relate to this during the pandemic and during a lot of lockdowns I'm here in Melbourne and we were like so much lockdowns in that two-year period and I found it quite hard to write I 
couldn't find inspiration and I was quite frustrated and I was like, why is this happening? And then I was having a chat to a few people and it's because we're not out in the world. We're not taking inspiration from what we're doing or what we're seeing and how we interact with people. So I found it so hard to write and it just, yeah, it just wasn't happening. So I wasn't pushing it and I was more doing nonfiction stuff. So I have a, a daily prompted journal and I found creating that in that time was really fun. And now that we're out of the pandemic, I'm jumping back into fiction writing and I'm quite excited to be back in that space. And now that we are out and experiencing things, I'm finding that rush of inspiration coming back. And I'm quite, I, I have a writing coach and I, we meet up every fortnight and I find that is so helpful for me to have that accountability and to be like, okay, where are we at? And it's not just me relying on myself to find that motivation. And I'm, I'm really like, I'm quite a structured person in terms of time because I do have a lot going on during a, a work day, but I do the first hour of every single day, I make sure that that's my writing time and that's the time that I am solely focused on writing and everything else is switched off and nothing happens until until I've filled my own cup there. Nice. Yeah. I need a writing cup. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I was I was totally distracted because I looked up your books. And- <laughs> we completely lost Emma because she was like, "Oh wait, there's books to read. Never mind." <laughs> there's books to read. Well, it's actually kind of nice to hear someone say that they struggled to write during the pandemic because I feel like we got so many people. We've talked to so many people recently who were like, "Oh yeah, I wrote forty books during the pandemic," and it kind of makes you feel like, man. What am I what what am I not doing? I really appreciate that honesty of stuff was hard and I couldn't do that right now but I'm doing this other cool thing. Yeah, you never stop doing, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pandemic hit people in a lot of different ways and yeah, I did see a lot of people found a lot of inspiration, which is great, but we need to talk about that it's not always easy and it's not always this particular way. Like there is times where it, where it is really hard and we do hit those blocks and we can't find that inspiration I think that's yeah so important that we do talk about those down times and when things aren't happening and it's not always and sometimes you need to ask for help from a writing coach or a virtual assistant or you know your friends whatever you got we are coming to the end of our time unfortunately and so I would like to ask you where can people find you on the interwebs if they are a interested in your books or b interested in possibly hiring your agency Yeah, sure. So the Daring Press, we're on, yeah, website, thedaringpress.com or on social media is the Daring Press, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of those sort of things. So you can find us there. And my books is at, yeah, Jenna Lee. So on Amazon solely, basically all on Amazon. Fantastic. So reach out to her if you want magic elves that help you while you're sleeping. (laughs) 